0: Welcome to the Detours Podcast. Let's get lost. Oh, hey, y'all. Welcome back to Detours the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everybody's doing well. And, you know, I was thinking the other day when I was thinking about doing this episode, I was like, this is called, and I call it Detours the Podcast because it's the shortened version like you know it's the nickname but this podcast is called detours the misguided tour through single woman and motherhood um motherhood (laughs) and so i don't have a lot of episodes on parenthood yet but here it is here it goes and this episode is all about parenthood is going to be one of a few one of many and just parenthood in general so you guys know my son recently hit the double digits and I was like emotional because I'm like how did 10 years go by that fast like I was literally I just had him I can still feel it (laughs) but yeah like so when I had him you know um for whatever reason let me see okay 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 I'm trying to think I'm like were me and his were me and his dad together when I had him now that I think about it no I think I had decided I was done so but when I was about to give birth I did um call him but he didn't have a car and this and that and um you know he didn't make it to the hospital so I was with my mother and I'm saying all that to say that when he came out when he made his grand entrance oh child for whatever reason my mother decided to take some pictures straight out the hoo-ha and babies need a minute to you know They've been through a lot getting into this world. So they're like kind of swollen and looking crazy. And who blamed them coming through the birth canal, you know? So um, he, when he came out, he was like looking a little strange. But I didn't care because I was exhausted from literally five minutes of pushing. I was, I was worn out. <laughs> so, um, but he went to, they went to do his bath. And when um, he came back, this was like a brand new child. I was like, "Who, white baby, is this?" <laughs> but no, when he came back, if it hadn't been from his nose for his nose, I wouldn't have even known that was my child. He was just so adorable, and I, I mean, now I can say, I mean, he looks just like me with uh, tidbits of his father, but. Yeah, he was so adorable, and I am just so thankful to have experienced that and to be able to experience motherhood and birth, and, you know, part of me wants to do that again, but a part of me is like, child. Anyway, so, um yeah, so it's just like, I don't know, like, I want to, but I don't, but if I could pay for a surrogate, I would. <laughs> But, you know, getting a child here is just one section, but then you have to actually raise the child and they leave that um, little cute baby face so fast that it's like, is it you really want to do that? Hmm, I don't know. But no, I think I do. But I think I want to be, you know, ready and under completely different circumstances. Like, I'm, you know, I do have a therapist now round of applause and um I should have done it years ago I have a therapist and I'm working on myself and all these different things but um and I'm better than I was 10 years ago I know that and I recognize that and um so like I feel like when I had my son I wasn't prepared so like I was 20 and um he was like two months old when I turned 21 and I was still breastfeeding. And like, and I was also a junior in college. And, um, you know, when I had him, I just, I wasn't ready, but I knew I was going to have him because I was like, there's no way I'm not going to, you know, have this baby. And, uh, it wasn't my first pregnancy. And, you know, to know more about that, you would have to read my book wink wink but yeah no it wasn't my first pregnancy but you know I've forgiven myself and I've been forgiven for that whole situation so I'm not going into that that's like a story for another day after you read my book we can talk about it blah 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 so um but I'm saying that to say that I knew I was gonna have this baby and or at least try because you know birth is a scary thing so I was gonna to try to have this baby and so um I'm just thankful for that it all worked out but additionally like I felt like while I was there due to everything that was going on in my life like I feel like I didn't I wasn't able to enjoy like the first nine years of parenthood because I'm just I was just always on the go like you know when he was a baby I was in college and then I graduated and then I was working immediately and my first job out of college um, I couldn't find a job in my field so my first job out of college I was making like $13 an hour and for I don't know how but I had an apartment a one-bedroom large big apartment it was one bedroom but i got their biggest one bedroom so it had a huge living room and it had a huge like bedroom and a huge in a really nice size bathroom so it it wasn't like we didn't have space in this one bedroom but you know but yeah basically living paycheck to paycheck so like i had to be at work like my first three years of working i didn't i never called out because you know i was just scared of losing this job That I so desperately needed. And, um, you know, I just feel like I wasn't able to enjoy parenthood as much as I would have wanted to. And just like that, 10 years have gone by. And um, just, just, and I'm thinking about that because a lady recently posted online that she feels like, and I guess she had, she did this, but she didn't have her first child till. 35 and she posted that she feels like that's the best thing to do because you're more stable mentally financially physically and possibly married and she felt like that's the best thing to do and i do as well i feel like having babies is so glamorized right now like i was just thinking about this the other day listening to lauren hill's zion or it might be to zion and but um I was just thinking, like, back in the day, in the music industry and um, the entertainment industry as a whole, if you had a baby, if you got pregnant, like, that was essentially the end of your career. But right now, having a baby is just like an additive because people are so, like, obsessed with that and it's so glamorized right now. But, like, raising a child is no joke. And that baby phase only lasts. A little while like that baby the toddler phase it only lasts about four years and then you know it's on the popping after that you know you gotta raise this child you gotta take this get this child in school you gotta you know it's so much that goes into it it's not just you know a baby and then you know I feel like that's why like so many people like they're for together couples are together for years And then all of a sudden they have children and they break up. And it's like, hmm, why is that? Because it's not easy. And I've said this once and I'll say it again, but you never really know a person, a man specifically, until you have a child with them. And then you're like, hmm, that doesn't coincide with my dream, my thought process of raising children, so You know, you just never really know that person until y'all have a little human that you're trying to raise. And it's like, you might have one idea, they might have another. And that's why it's important for y'all to sit down and discuss how you want to raise your kids. What values do you want to instill in these children? Do they match? If they don't match, how can you get a compromise? You know, if y'all want to stay together. Otherwise it's probably going to be a wrap, you know? So, you know, yeah. So I agree. I agree to an extent. And like for as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a mother and a big part of me being wanting to be a mother so bad is because like, I didn't agree with certain things that occurred with me growing up. And so I felt helpless. And so the only thing I could say at that time when I was a kid was when I'm a mother, I'm going to do this differently. And, you know, that's what I try to do. And But, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and always being on the move. And, you know, while I had funds mostly for us to make ends meet, like we, you know, we always had a roof over our head. Amen. Food. Amen. For the most part. Um, Gas, a car, amen. Um, I didn't have funds. Oh, and I always kept my son in sports. That's another thing. I always kept him in at least one sport because, you know, I knew he wouldn't have a father figure in the household. So it was important to me for him to be around other boys. And so at the time for his first five years of life, he didn't have any other cousins. He was the only. And so, of course, he was around boys at school in daycare but I wanted him to be around men and boys and you know get that experience in sports so I put him in sports so you know and that was another expense of course and so um it was important for me to do that but I didn't have money for me for me to love on me and it's important I think and I think people are getting that now as parents because I think our parents too they probably didn't love on themselves but then again like the 90s parents I think they did kind of love on themselves most of them for the most part did because you know 90s parents used to be able to just drop them off drop the kids off at the grandparents house or the 90s babies were like very self-sufficient so we could we left that home at three years old and we make it work you know and um you know another thing 90s babies like my son is real serious about this and i didn't know if it was something he got from daycare or what but like He expects to eat on a schedule. (laughs) Like lunch. I mean breakfast. Lunch. Dinner. Like 90s kids. Like we had breakfast. And you know dinner. You know. So you might have a snack in between that. You know. So it was never structured. And so it made us real tough kids. And I'm saying that to say that it's important to... Take care of your kids, yes. Provide a structure, yes. But, you know, you also need that time for yourself. You also need to be able to take care of yourself, on yourself, like, do something you want to do. I'm not saying, you know, go out and party for three days and then come back. I'm just saying, like, things that you can do, like maybe get your nails done, maybe buy yourself some shoes, maybe go get your hair done. And then, to be real, you need to be able to get your hair done every two weeks. You need to be able to get your nails done every two weeks, Um, you need to be able to buy yourself a new outfit every so often, or, you know, maybe buy a couple outfits a month, however it works. But when you can't financially do that, it will cause like, you know, depression and also like resentment to the other person. And it's like, you resent the other person. then like, I was thinking today, like, you know, you resent the other person, but you know, if they didn't want the child or if they didn't want any more kids, but it's like at the same time, if they didn't want no more kids, why they out here fucking without no condom, you know? So, you know, it's just all these different things. So, yes, for a long time, I was deeply depressed. Um, I think it was postpartum for the majority of the time. And the rest of the time, I was just depressed because I'm just Living literally paycheck to paycheck, literally stressed out of my mind, making 13 something an hour. Um, And it was a lot to carry on. It was a lot. And, but I'm grateful for the experience. But yes, I wanted to be, be able to be more um, mentally present with my son. And I was not. And like, I look at pictures now and I'm like, I remember being there, but I just don't remember being all the way there. And I don't think he could tell, but yeah, I'm just trying to do better nowadays. And it's like, wow, well, he's 10 now. So, but yeah, I'm trying to be better. And if I am ever blessed with more kids, and it's so funny because I used to say I wanted three more kids. And now I think I mentioned this before. Now I'm down. I'm like, maybe two more, (laughs) but um, yes, I just hope to be able to be more present with them and then hopefully all of them you know together and so hopefully i'm not too late by the time they come around and but it's important for like me to be able to continue to give my son attention because kids do want your attention regardless of what they might say or how they might act when they're going through this this little preteen phase they want your attention yeah like I don't know what any I don't really care what any kids says they want your attention even if they act like they don't or even if they realize later on that they do so I just felt like I wasn't present trying to do better I definitely agree unless you have a man who is solid then kids after I'd say 30 (laughs) 33 34 35 is great because I really feel like 40 is the new like 25 so because you just have so much figuring out to do like you change so much from 20 to 23 you're a completely different person from 23 to 25 different 25 28 different you know and you change constantly and you know, it's just something to consider. Like, a lot of people are like, I was looking at somebody's TikTok the other day, and you know how you're scrolling through TikTok and random lives come up. And so, this young girl was like, Yeah, I'm about to be 23, so it's definitely time for me to have a baby. I was like, Okay, wow. So, that's that's a little crazy. Like, what, girl? So, yeah, unless you have a dude that's solid, like. I know somebody, well, I don't know him anymore. We just went to school together and he's 31 and his wife is like 23. They have two kids, gorgeous kids. They're married. So in my opinion, it works because he is solid. Like he's in the military and he's not like one of them, like, you know, real attractive, muscular military men who feel like they run They run everything, you know, he's just regular. So, he's real nice and calm and, um, you know, so it works for them. So, she's able to be a stay-at-home mom and all this good stuff. So, it works for them. Like, she's very young and he's way older. (laughs) And it's like, that's excellent because I'm like, the odds of me being able to get a mature 23-year-old man Um, the odds are very slim. So, plus, you know, does he have the type of funding that I need? I'm not so sure. So, yeah, the odds are not looking good if it was vice versa. So, yeah, you know, it's just something to consider when having kids out here. Like, you want to be present. Like, I remember when I was a kid, like, my mom, she does it sometimes still, but, Now I just go the other way, but she does this sometimes still, but I remember her like being like coming home and we do dinner and all that stuff. And then she would just be like zoned out watching TV. And it's like, back then I didn't get it because she used to be zoned out watching TV. We used to to be like, mama, mama, mama. And she just literally did not hear us. And back then I was like, golly, she is way in that TV. So it started from it being like that to us just like bothering her while she was watching tv because we knew she was like zoned in so especially my brother so he would just like go in front of the tv you start dancing you know stuff like that get on her nerves and she might throw something but i'm saying that to say that um you know i get it like why she did that like you've been at work all day you got three kids you know you've been you've been working all day and you had to get your kids you had to well, you know, kids probably already at home, but yeah, been working all day. Then you have to drive home, get dinner together. And, you know, it's a lot mentally. It really, truly is. And so I get it. Um, you know, she does that now still, but you know, you know, you go the other way now because I'm about to. I used to be about to find somewhere to go zone out myself, but yeah. And so you know, just want to be more present. Like I've been noticing recently, like I literally have to make it through my work day by zoning out. And so I might be doing some window shopping, um, at, you know, at walmart.com, target.com, uh, Torrid, um, Lane Bryant and the Disney store, of course. (laughs) So in Ralph Lauren, so like The only way I can make it through my day is by zoning out and I zone out the majority of the day and I do a little work and I go home (laughs) because I used to be before all this started. I used to also zone out by like, you know, getting some type of candy or something like that. But now, you know, I don't I will not take my mask off at work. So I, um, you know, I don't do that no more. So that's good for the waistline keep your mask on while you're inside and only eat when you go to lunch so that's great oh I also zone out by you know I have a little earpiece so I go ahead and turn on something on Netflix and that's another way I zone out and so and that's why I know it's it's time for me to leave my job that I'm currently at and I'm working on that through entrepreneurship but you know you have to stay realistically until you can do that so um you know, if I had a second income, I would have still been a teacher to the, right now because, you know, they don't pay teachers much of anything. So I couldn't keep teaching and do what I needed to do. So, yeah. So I would be teaching if we had a second income. But um, soon this entrepreneurship is going to be the move for a lot of people. And it's it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, so back to parenthood, that's a lot to consider, and also, like, when my son was a child, like, a child, when he was a little baby, I really felt like that was the easier part. I mean, it was a lot of worrying, but it was the easier part when he was, like, a baby-toddler type of phase, because, you know, you know, a lot keeps them busy, but... The older he gets, I feel like the more difficult to get, like, because he's, he sees what I do, he watches me like he's my father, and, um, you know, gave birth to my whole father, because he wants to know what I'm doing, where I'm going, you know, you know, a little over a year, well, a year ago, barely a year ago, when I used to be going out, and like, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, and the following January and February 2021. So, we 2020, 2021. When I used to go out late at night to meet up with my boo thing, um, he's like, Where are you going? And why are you putting on makeup and getting your nails done and your hair done and um, you know, perfume on? And you got on like a little two piece dress set. I'm like, Listen don't worry about it one night the first night i went out because he was just not used to me going out but the first night i spent well actually this is not the first night i spent with this guy this was the first night i was with him till late at night and then he asked me to spend the night and i was chicken and so i left but i came back real late and he was up waiting on me like where you been i'm like oh wow So, you know, kids just, the older they get, the more difficult it gets. They notice things. They know things. And so, you know, I'm just trying to do things differently. Trying to communicate more with him instead of getting mad. Communicate calmly. And, you know, be present with him. And it is hard to be present, especially when you just got home from work or, you know, you might not be feeling 100%. But, you know, just to be present. And um, so one thing I recently did in order to be present, more present. um, So, but, you know, finding something that we might both enjoy doing. um, I try to do a movie night, which is good. Um, You know, we got a little popcorn maker, try to do a little movie night. Um, We also have a little basketball goal set for the house. So I don't even know what you call this thing, but it's something like we would see you would see at an arcade. So it's a basketball goal set, but it has two sides and it keeps tally of how many points each person gets and it's time. so you got a certain amount of seconds to, you know, whoever gets the most um, basketballs. In what do you call that? Whoever makes the most points wins by a certain amount of seconds. I think it's 60 seconds. So we got one of those in the house, but it's going to have, it's so big. I thought it would be small enough for his uh, playroom, but it's so big. And people laugh at me when I call it his playroom because he's 10, but it's like, it's like a play game room. It's a room where it has his desk and it has, it's going to have his TV and it has his toys and a carpet and You know, I wanted the little basketball thing to be in there, but it is entirely too big. If it goes in there, it won't be any room to move. So right now it's in the dining room and it's going to have to go soon to the garage. But in the meantime, we will be playing it in the dining room. And I also was like on the Disney store and I found a puzzle. It's like a 750 piece puzzle. And I was like, well, that'd be something good for us to do together and just relax, eat snacks, and that be that. So, you know, just trying to find more ways and implement more ways of being pregnant and having a, um understanding that we can have open conversations in the household and just trying to teach him different things because certain things I see him doing, you know, I just absolutely don't agree with. And I'm just like, listen, don't do that. Don't do this. You know, I'm just trying to instill different values and different ways of life for him to understand like this, this, these, what you're doing is going to have this type of results. So what you're doing is not right. Like, for example, like he's always been like this and it, it irks me. And I know it's just like a childhood phase, but like, he wants anything new so for example like if he sees me with something he wants one he might not even want one but he he wants it so he like wants anything new for whatever reason and like i'm like boy what is the problem and then another thing he does is anything new that he gets he has to take it out the house and take it to school and show somebody and it's always i'm like i'm always like no you can't take that to school you know like school You can't take it to school because all you're going to do is get in trouble. So, yeah, it's just like these are the little phases kids go through. Like, you know, they want to take all their stuff to school and show somebody. And they want to, you know, they want something just because you got it or just because somebody else got it. You know, and I I do know that's a phase. And it's, you know, it will go away eventually. But, you know, I just try to explain this to him. So, what are y'all thoughts on this whole parenting thing What you do before thirty five? after 35 would you do it married not married or you just go with the flow i mean me personally i never expected in a million years to have a child and that child be the only living child like have an only child i always expected me to have like three or four kids uh close in age and um you know it's something that we saw a lot in the nineties but in reality it's hard and it's like I can't imagine like if you're having a difficult time with one, why would you keep no judgment, but like you would keep getting knocked up. Like when I saw it was hard with just one, I was like, let me keep my legs closed. <laughs> Because this ain't no joke. Like, let me get my legs closed. And when my legs weren't closed, I was like, um, yeah, go find someone else to do that. Because it's not going to be, you're not going to be shooting up club over here. No more. So, yeah, it's just like, you got to be prepared. And But I never expected 10 years to go by and my child not have a sibling. And so, I'm like, ooh, Oops. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Didn't see that coming. But um you know, it's okay, you know, because on the other hand, you know, a lot of people with the large age gap, they're like, You know, well, my older child is very helpful, but it's like most of them their older child is a girl and you know, girls, you know, they could be helpful with babies. But um, yeah, you don't see a lot of people in their thirties having single in their thirties having like four or more kids because i mean i couldn't fathom it like my son's dad's other baby mama <laughs> like miss ma'am has five kids again no judgment but um got they got five kids and like four of them are back to back to back but it's like i don't think i don't know if i've ever said this out loud but i think Because, I mean, you have to have had been there, but they had one son. And when I came into the picture, he was three years old. So, again, when I first got with him, I didn't know he had any kids. But then when I found out he was three and with confirmation from her, him, the mama, the cousin, everybody else that they weren't together and the child was three, you know, it would have been different if the child was I was about to say the guy, it would have been different if the child was like three months or one year, but the child was three and they hadn't had any more kids. So, you know, I thought I was in the clear, you know, like this, this is my man. He's mine now. But yeah, so three years, almost four years, no other kids. Then all of a sudden when me and him started getting serious, you know, and when they found out about a child that I was about to have, Oh, Miss Ma'am started popping them out left and right. I was like, so what I'm trying to say is, I think the whole baby thing was just a way for me. She was letting me know that she's still in the picture because for the most part, I didn't know because I'm over here, you know, in college and, you know, not studying her. And this is before social media became what it is now. You know, you find out everything now on social media. But yeah, like, that's why I'm such a detective now because baby girl had no idea so about all these children so um you know that's why now i would be like let me log on and see what's going on here but yeah so you know i think it was more so letting me know that you know but i'm like but it's like and i think she found out that like okay you had all these kids now who gonna raise them you want a life, who gonna, who gonna watch your kids? Why you wanna life, You know, why you going out, you wanna go to the club, but who gonna watch your kids? You got four kids under four. Who gonna watch your kids? <laughs> why you, you wanna go to the club? Because you only 25, but who gonna watch your kids? You see what I'm saying? So it's, you gotta be careful out here. But you know, and you know, I'm not just, I'm not blaming her for that. And I'm not, I'm not blaming either one of them because. Let's be for real. It's none of my business. I just wanted to use that as an example that many people in their 30s now are not having back-to-back kids, but some, a couple do, and they know that it's very difficult. And to be just 31 with five kids, I'm like, you're just getting started. And I'm sure her life has changed drastically since the first one, and it's because you you know, you like I said, you have to be with somebody who is solid. And if you don't have nobody that's solid, you know, you're going to be raising them kids on your own. And if you decide that you don't want to raise them kids no more, well, who's going to do it? You know, the grandparents? Maybe. If you're lucky, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just a lot. So, that is it for real, for real. But I will be back very soon. I know I said in the last episode that I was going to get rid of my um my BLK. I didn't. So, it's some stuff going on. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, I like to stay quiet until we see. So, be back very soon with an update. Y'all be safe. Thanks for listening. Peace.